everyone. I'm Hannah Cromadine, and welcome back to In the Know, a podcast by the Minnesota Daily. Black Garnet Books, which opened in October, is one of a handful of Black-owned brick-and-mortar bookstores in the state. Light streams in through the large windows in the glass door. The front of the store peers out onto the Hamlin Light Rail Stop in St. Paul. Visitors peer at the selection of books lining the built-in shelves, and genres from romance and science fiction cover the walls, all written by people of color. That isn't an accident. Dion Sims, the owner of Black Garnet, carefully hand-selects all the books in the store. The storefront officially opened on October 12th, after two years of pop-up shops and online sales work. Sims stopped to water the plants in the store before we sat down to chat. People need to understand and also be aware of the lack of representation that black and brown people have in the literary community. Black Garnet Books is something that addresses that. We have to be intentional about what we're ordering. And we really have to be intentional about making sure that we're carrying books that are done by people that look like us, that sound like us, and have experiences like ours. Her efforts started in 2020, after she tweeted about wanting to start the only black-owned bookstore in Minnesota. That tweet went viral. At the time, Sims had recently graduated from the University of Minnesota and worked in tech. I was looking for a black bookstore to support and couldn't find one in Minnesota. And the closest one was in Chicago. I just ended up tweeting like, there's no black owned bookstores in Minnesota. Like that's my new dream. Everyone was completely behind it. I was thinking that's my new dream for when I'm like 60 and retired. But everyone was like, no, now. And I was like, okay, sick. After she garnered over 700 retweets and tens of thousands of likes, Sims began collecting over $100,000 through community fundraising on GoFundMe. She received a $100,000 neighborhood sales tax revitalization grant from the city of St. Paul that helped pay for shelves, a back room, and additional renovations. I feel like more than anything, the support just made it more real to me. It feels really good to have people believe in you. I wasn't even at first thinking about doing a GoFundMe, but it was the people who were applying to the tweet who were like, start a GoFundMe now. I want to support this. That GoFundMe was um, huge in making sure that I could run the bookstore for the last two years through pop-ups and online. And yeah, really made it possible for me to quit my job and do this full time. After two years as a one-woman show, Sims saved enough money through sales to hire five staff members. She said that's helped her balance the workload of a new business. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Are you ready to check out? I do believe so. All right. Mia Che, a second-year student at the university, joined Black Garnet Books in around mid-October as a staff member. She helped stock books and ring up customers. She saw the job posting on Instagram. To see a place where BIPOC voices are actually the authors are front and center of the bookstore as compared to uh, bigger corporations where you don't get to see these books unless they're popularized on something like TikTok. You don't get to see these authors front and center as soon as you walk in. it wasn't until I got here that I'm like, I didn't realize that I feel safe and I feel comfort in being surrounded by books that are either a reflection of who I am or just some sort of reflection of, I mean, there's some relatability on the very like grand scheme of things in these books. Sim says that not all responses have been good. 
She has to keep herself from reading hate comments online about the shop. There has been pushback from white people who are like, what's, why does, why does it matter that she's black? Why does it matter that this bookstore only sells books by people of color? Yeah, I just need people to be more, more invested and not just monetarily, but like invested emotionally and communally with Black-owned spaces in general. She also mentioned that she has to deal with an over-exaggerated sense of urgency from customers when it came to opening the storefront and sending out orders. People were like, you need to be like on the same speed as Amazon, even though I was running everything by myself, you know, like I don't want Black Granite Books to be the only one. One, because Black people are in monolith. I'm not going to carry every single book that Black people are interested in buying. It's impossible. I don't have the space for it. Mary Terrace runs another Black-owned bookstore in the state called Strive Bookstore. The physical space is in the IDS Center. It used to run as Strive Community Publishing. And what inspired me to start that was years of teaching and not finding books for my elementary and middle school students that um, they could relate to. So after years of searching and searching for books, I just decided, you know, someone's got to get more books by and about Black people, more contemporary books into the hands of children. Terrace has run her publishing company since 2018. She launched the in-person location this summer. Both Terrace and Sims agreed on one particular barrier to opening Black-owned shops. Money. (laughs) Money. I think it's mostly money. Go to Black-owned bookstores and buy books from them uh, and also attend any literary events that the bookstores host. And yeah, we just really want to be an example of like how community-driven and based bookstores should be um, and like why it's more important to shop here than Amazon because we put a lot of intention into what we carry. You know, we're the ones that are going to be hosting events and, like, supporting local authors and just really making sure that, like, books remain an important part of community. Don't shop at Amazon for your looks. Buy your, buy your books here. <laughs> such a happy noise. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate all your help. Have a great day. You too. This episode of In the Know was written by Hannah Akramadeen. It was produced by Abby Matchtig and Alberto Gomez. For questions, comments, concerns, make sure to email us at podcast at mndaily.com. Thank you for listening. We're glad you're tuning in this fall. Don't forget to like and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Akramadeen, and this is In the Know.